You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Time to talk entertainment now. I'm joined by editor at flix.co.nz, Steve Newell. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, and the awards season just rolls on. Tomorrow we have the BAFTAs. Indeed. This time tomorrow-ish, New Zealand time, uh, David Tennant, who's hosting the BAFTAs this year, will be just about to slip off his dress shoes and <laughs> put his feet up after a, a challenging uh, night emceeing from the podium. Um, BAFTA is one of the last uh, signposts en route to the Oscars. Oscars, of course, taking place uh, March 11th, New Zealand time. Um, As with all awards ceremonies, there's kind of maybe a little bit of a focus on some of the exclusions. Um, Another awards where Barbie perhaps doesn't figure as prominently as as some may have thought. Uh, Other high-profile names that are a bit missing in action include Martin Scorsese for Best Director for Killers of the Flower Moon. Also, his lead, Lily Gladstone's not there. Um... When there's you know a lot of talk that she's front runner for an Oscar, it's mm. a bit weird. Um, nothing for Todd Haynes is a wonderful May December either. So a few sort of things AWOL, but um, among the films nominated, it's still a showcase of twelve months of incredible cinema. Um, Oppenheimer's the leader of nominations with thirteen. Poor Things, yeah, that's done has well eleven. Well. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon is represented just without those kind of lead, you know, those sort of key categories, uh, and another film. In the running to pick up a number of awards is the Zone of Interest, which oh, we'll dig I'm... into in just a moment. Um, okay. But just just for moving on, Zone of Interest there, uh, and also a another film uh, that's coming to New Zealand cinemas soon called How to Have Sex, which played at the New Zealand International Film Festival yes. last year. It's a really great uh, film from a new British filmmaker. This is kind of in the category of, I guess, uh, sort of file it under great discoveries. Um, Molly, awesome Manning, Molly Manning Walker, isn't it? Yeah, but back to the zone of interest. This was a um, this was a strange screening to go into on a sunny day in New Zealand in 2024, and before too long, uh, sitting in the darkness of the cinema, left to contemplate my thoughts as I moved into this very stark, very austere environment of a, a German military officer and his family. Um, doing a bit of house maintenance, just sort of keeping things moving, some chats with their uh, junior officers and that sort of thing, but just over the fence, mm. and it's not really seen. It's heard in, ter- in horrific sound design, and it's talked about in ways that will chill you, is the Auschwitz concentration camp. This is a really, really chilling take on so the Holocaust. it's set in the home of the commander it's of the, in the camp, in the, in the right? Hess household, yeah. Rudolf Hess, uh, He's running Auschwitz. He's um, been doing a great job, um, you know, achieving his benchmarks, shall we say? Yeah. Um, there's the concentration camp is ever present, even though you'll only see a wisp of smoke in the distance or hear some sound effects them in the distance. Jonathan Glaze, the director, has has done this great job of just framing the screen up so you're always completely aware of what you're not seeing or hearing in detail. Uh, Really focused on the kind of mon- some of the mundane details of how humans could have the cognitive dissonance required yeah. to go about running a it's, household. It's, it's to- interesting and, hearing and, you, and then also have yeah the barbarism next door. It's really interesting hearing you speak about it this way. I missed the screening unfortunately, and I'm re- I'm going to head to it straight away this week. But just watching the trailer was chilling and unnerving. You know, I I <laughs> I just sat there feeling. Incredibly awkward. The tone. Yeah, absolutely. Just... This is not. A, this is not a um, fun night out at the movies. No. Let's let's be completely realistic about it. But this is a very moving film. Um, by focusing on the uh, 
by focusing on what humans had to do to juggle their psyche and do this stuff, um, really it just takes you into a weird place. Like it was a very quiet theatre afterwards, but lots of chats after getting home. And I think that one of the things with um, possibly other Holocaust films is that when you focus on a survivor group of survivors or, or focus on on pr individual prisoners you can't help but develop this very personal empathy watching a film like films are designed to generate empathy for individuals right um but by not kind of looking through the lens of just a couple of people in a concentration camp your brain just does the maths yeah and it's utterly horrific yeah and utterly brilliant um if you're if you're familiar with jonathan glazer's other films doesn't make them very often, but he's an incredible filmmaker. Um, this is only his fourth feature in 23 years, but his previous films are Sexy Beast, Birth, and Under the Skin. And, so uh, the track record's out of the park. Yeah, so that film's also got five Academy Award nominations, and that is the great thing about going to the theatre at this time of the year. You get to all these films, which are sort of travelling the world and being celebrated, are actually available to go and watch at the movies. So go and watch. Hey, you found me a job. Yeah, so um, I mean, look, I, I've I've just gone on the record. I love my job at Flix. Uh, this is a coincidence that, that I've come across this. Um, it's not for everybody, so I think let's just we'll start with the salary band. Um, just see how this goes. It's also well, UK-based role. Yeah. Um, salary band is thirty-two thousand one hundred and fifty-seven pound to up to forty-two thousand eight hundred and seventy-six pound. So, you. Yeah, look look at that through the lens of whatever economic commitments you have. But the Victoria and Albert Museum is looking for a lead cataloger for the David Bowie archive. <gasps> what a job. Closing date's March 10. You can find the details online. I don't know what qualification you need to be a Bowie archivist. I don't, well, you probably need to be an archivist. You probably uh, need to have a few systems what if under got, your belt that if, you know how to archive things. What if you've things. got a couple of best-of CDs? How good would that be? Wouldn't you just be trying on stuff? Oh, Are you'd be unable to fit into any of the pants, but <laughs> wanting to be the coolest dressed person ever. I like that job. Thank you so much, Steve. Really good to catch up with you. We'll catch I'll up see you in the interviews. Week. Yeah, with... <laughs> For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.